so, and everyone else there watching today. Uh, so I just wanted to start my sermon this morning by uh, talking something that I find quite fascinating. Flags. Um, if you do a quick Google search, they actually have quite a fascinating history for something that we're often just fine waving about. Um, uh, so they started off by showing where soldiers were on the battlefield, and, um, but now countries use them to show the world who they are and what they are about. Uh, the Salvation Army does the same. Uh, we as members of the Salvation Army use our flag to show the world what we, are, what we believe and who we are about. This flag shows that we believe in the peace of God, the blue, the blood that Jesus shed for us, the red, and the fire of the Holy Spirit, which is the yellow. Uh, there is another flag, though, that I want to talk about today. Um, this flag isn't physical. And there's a great old hymn that describes it really well. I'm just going to um, say it for you now. Joy is a flag for on high from the castle of my heart. Joy is a flag for on high from the castle of my heart where the king is in residence there. So let it fly in the sky, let the whole world know. So let it fly in the sky, let the whole world know that the king is in residence there. So as, as you can tell, the other flag is joy. This song talks about how joy shows the world um, who is living inside of us. But what is joy exactly? We're going to find out together. When I was looking for a definition for joy, uh, there's a lot of different ones. The actual dictionary says that joy is a feeling of great pleasure and happiness. The Dictionary for Biblical Imagery says that joy is the believer's strength in the midst of affliction. Another great definition of joy is by John Piper. He says that joy is a good feeling in the soul produced by the Holy Spirit as he causes us to see the beauty of Christ in the world and in his word. You can see that there are many aspects to joy. To break it down to its most simple components, though, is that it's a, a happy feeling, but it's a deep, good feeling in the soul produced by God. So joy that comes from God is the laughy, laugh, laughing, giddy feeling of enjoyment. Even David showed it in, in the Bible in 2 Samuel, where the Israelites were bringing the Ark of the Covenant, a symbol of God's promise, back to the city of Jerusalem. He was dancing with all his might. He was dancing so much that people judged him for it afterwards. But he didn't care because he was, he, he was showing how he was showing the joy that God, that he was feeling in Christ at that moment. But joy is the deep good feeling, the unexplainable feeling in the times of hardship. When we see the good that God has given us in the most depressing times. So joy doesn't necessarily override our emotions. This joy from God doesn't push away the hard or difficult feelings that we are experiencing. It'll help you see that God, what God has done around you through, the na through nature or a memory of something that he has done in the past. By reminding you of this, joy will help you see that God has already done so much for you in the world and for the world. And he will be there during this hard time 
um, that is coming. By reminding us of this, joy helps us to have hope for the future because it reminds us that God will be there just as he's been, just as he has been in the past. Besides helping us through the hard times and the good feelings of laughter and enjoyment that joy brings, there are many other reasons to chase the joy of God. So I want to repeat something, though, first that Andrew said last week. Life can sometimes be hard. Thankfully, Jesus will be there through us through those hard times. However, joy has a part to play. So this might sound a contradiction, a good feeling of pleasure and happiness in the midst of our hard times, like a global pandemic. So how is that possible? Joy gives us strength to see these hard times through. It gives us strength for help through refueling us. You can see this through, especially here at Long Jetty the last couple of weeks. Um, who else here has enjoyed the digital sharing time that we've had online? Me. Um, this brings, yeah, so it helps refuel me because it brings me joy to see the faces of people I care about. It brings me joy to hear how people I care about are going and that I'm not in this alone. This joy is refueling us, refreshing us to keep going through these hard times. I can testify to this again this week because as I was writing this sermon during the hard bits, I would try and think of something, because I'm talking about joy, I would try and think of something that's funny that's been happening to me. And to be honest, sometimes I felt, well, there's nothing directly funny, but I would still laugh. And that would help encourage me to keep going because sometimes you just have to laugh. Another reason that we need to chase joy is because it helps us to see God in the world and in his word. This means that as we chase joy, we will see God out there in the world. We see what he is doing and we will see what he has done. We also see God more and more in his word, the Bible. We will see all the love, wisdom, and just conversation that he has left there for us. Another, another great part of joy is that it helps encourage us to chase the joy that it, it helps cause us to chase what is causing our joy. It's an unending cycle. As we chase the joy in God, we see what he has done for us, which encourages us to keep chasing him. So as I was writing the sermon this week, I was looking at books and listening to sermons as I was going. And it could have been partly my procrastination, I admit. But as I was reading, I kept on finding myself sidetracked. I kept on wanting to read more about God, what God was saying about other things, or just it would prompt other thoughts in my head. But it helped me chase the joy of God because I was enjoying myself. I was enjoying what I was reading. I was seeing what God was doing. And so, yeah, it, it was a never-ending cycle. But joy is also the flag that is flown high from our souls. It means that we show the world that Jesus lives in our heart by our joy. We are showing the joy that we, have filled, we feel when we realize how much love and grace and wisdom and everything that Jesus has for us. This joy is so strong that I know, especially here in Long Jetty, that when we are worshipping, it can cause people to dance. And once we are showing the world this flag of joy, especially during these hard times of global pandemic, we are showing something that doesn't make sense in this world. 
we cause people to ask questions like, how can those Christian guys be so happy? What is causing them to be so joyful during when something that is just causing me to feel something that I can't say? But we know, but that when we show this joy, it gives us an opportunity to share our answer to people that it's Jesus. It is Jesus alone that is making me feel so much joy. And it gives us a chance to share our faith with people. It opens a door for us to talk about what we've been talking about the last few Sundays, about how to be a contagious Christian to people. So the other, the other area of our lives that joy can help us in is that it can actually improve our health. There is evidence that laughter can actually directly impact our immune system and helps it to be stronger. But I also find this funny because it's another instance of where science is just catching up to Scripture. In Proverbs 17.22, it actually says, A cheerful heart is good medicine, but a broken spirit saps a person's strength. So like I said before, joy helps us give us strength in our hearts, but it also helps us to strengthen our bodies through our hard times. So it's been great to look at why we need joy in our lives, but how can we actually find it? So the first place we can go to find joy is Jesus. Jesus is with us in our hard times and he brings us joy. This might not be the happy, laughing type of joy all the time, but the deeper good feeling in our soul. This joy is from knowing that even though we might be going through a hard time, we know that Jesus is with us. We know that someone who loves us more than we can ever measure or explain is right there with us, sitting with us in our pain and grief. I felt this myself one time in particular when my pop passed away. I was sitting by myself in a bedroom and I was definitely very much lost in my grief. Then someone from my family, I don't, don't remember who, but they just came and sat with me. They sat with me in my grief. And I remember that. I just remember being able to be unexplainably feel better afterwards. I had an unexplainable good feeling in my soul. Jesus is like that in every single hardship that we go through. He is always, always there. He always sits with us, not making the hard times necessarily just disappear. But he instead sits in whatever feelings we are feeling. And he helps us to feel joy in the middle of those hardships. By chasing God, we can also find joy. In John 15, 10 and 11, it says, When you obey my commandments, you, obey, you will remain in my love, just as I obey my Father's commandments and remain in his love. I have told you these things so that you will be filled with my joy. Yes, your joy will overflow. We can see that Jesus has been instructing his disciples on how to follow him. However, Jesus is showing one reward for follow, one particular reward for following what he has told them to do, and that is he, they will be filled with his joy. We can do the same. As we follow God and his instructions, we will be filled with his joy. One thing that, one, some things that we can do to help us to follow God is to spend time with him, getting to know exactly what he wants us to do. 
We can do this by spending some quiet time in devotion, listening to or singing worship songs, or by just reading, um, reading the instructions he has left for us to do in his word, the Bible. By doing these things, we get to know that God is more intimately, we get to know God more intimately and it helps us to see how truly, truly great he is. How he's the only one worthy of our worship. This helps us to find joy that comes from knowing a God so big and all the things that we've just sung about this morning even. He lo- that same God loves us intimately. We can also chase joy by doing things that we know fill us with joy. We can go enjoy a walk in nature. We can pull apart an engine. That's not something that fills me with joy, but I know some people do. Or reading a book. I know, though, when we are struggling with joy, that we often just feel like nothing in this world fills me with joy. Nothing is fun anymore. Well, one great thing God has helped, given us to help us with that is he has given us a community. He has given us his church. He has given us each other to, to go and find new ideas about what could fill us with joy. But he also given us people to talk about things that we might have forgotten that give us joy. One time this happened to me as I got reminded by a TV show how much I enjoyed squash and how much I just wanted to go and play some squash. So I went to talk to Nate and um, asked him if he could play. Now, I did need someone to go and play squash with me. But by doing, going and talking to someone, it helped motivate me. It helped me give me ideas on what I could do to go and play squash. And I wanted to play squash because I knew it brought me joy. And so by being, talking to someone in my community, it helped motivate me to go and do the thing that I knew would bring me joy. So this morning we found out that there is a lot to joy, especially for something that is just representing us on a flag. It is both a feeling of happiness and pleasure. To lose all, it is a feeling of losing all abandonment like David did. It does, but it is also a good feeling in our soul. It doesn't push down the feelings we're experiencing. It is there with them. You can see through that, through joy, we can see that joy is truly worth chasing besides the good, besides the good feelings. Joy refuels us through the hard times. Joy helps us to see out joy helps joy, joy helps us to see God out there in the world and it helps the world to see what Jesus is doing in us. Joy also helps us physically and mentally become stronger through these hard times. Joy can be found in Jesus by allowing him to sit with us. Joy can be found through following God and what he wants us to do. We can also find joy through spending time with him by listening and singing his praises and reading the Bible. Joy can also be found by doing things that bring us joy and talking to others about, talking to others here in his church about what brings us joy and what brings others joy. By doing this, this will help us to all fly the flag of joy in our hearts, helping us to show that Jesus truly does live there. So we're going to have our pill song now. Um, But just before that comes on, um, if you haven't experienced the joy of being in a relationship with Jesus, 
or you would like to reconnect with Jesus today, I'm just going to say a prayer that comes up on the screen and you can pray it with me. Dear Jesus, I need you and believe in you and I receive your forgiveness. Thank you for dying on the cross for me and for giving me and for giving me a life, giving me life in eternity. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Amen. So we're just going to have the appeal song now. And I just encourage you to use this time to find joy, to get up and dance, or you can just sit there and just sit with the Christ who will help, who will fill you with joy.